0: December 8th. And now as we begin today's reading from the New Testament, it'll be from the book of Jude, verses 1 through 25. Jude, like James, was a half-brother of the Lord Jesus. His letter focuses on false teachers and echoes Peter's warnings in 2nd Peter chapter 2. We'll read about who they are. Jude wanted to write about salvation but the Lord directed him to write about invasion instead. False teachers were creeping into the church and going undetected. These are unsaved people, ungodly people, and unprincipled people who use grace as an excuse for sin. We'll read about what they do. Like the Jews in the wilderness, the fallen angels, and the evil cities of the plain... They reject the authority of God. Their words are defiant and defiling. Like Cain, they have no saving faith. But they do have religion. Like Balaam, they use religion as a way to make money. And like Korah, they defy the word of God and the authority of God's chosen servants. We'll read about what they are. False teachers promise much, but produce little like rainless clouds and fruitless trees. Enoch had the best word for them, ungodly. And we'll read about what we must do. Remember the word and build yourself up in your Christian faith. True believers are preserved in Jesus Christ, and they prove this by keeping themselves in God's love. Therefore, God can keep them from falling. And now... Let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. December 8th, Jude, verses 1-25. through This letter is from Jude, a slave of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. I am writing to all who are called to live in the love of God the Father and the care of Jesus Christ. May you receive more and more of God's mercy, peace, and love. Dearly loved friends, I had been eagerly planning to write to you about the salvation we all share, but now I find that I must write about something else, urging you to defend the truth of the good news. God gave this unchanging truth once for all time to His holy people. I say this because some godless people have wormed their way in among you, saying that God's forgiveness allows us to live immoral lives. The fate of such people was determined long ago, for they have turned against our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. I must remind you, and you know it well, that even though the Lord rescued the whole nation of Israel from Egypt, He later destroyed every one of those who did not remain faithful. And I remind you of the angels who did not stay within the limits of authority God gave them, but left the place where they belonged. God has kept them chained in prisons of darkness, waiting for the Day of Judgment. And don't forget the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighboring towns, which were filled with sexual immorality and every kind of sexual perversion. Those cities were destroyed by fire, and are a warning of the eternal fire, that will punish all who are evil. Yet these false teachers, who claim authority from their dreams, live immoral lives, defy authority, and scoff at the power of the glorious ones. But even Michael, one of the mightiest of the angels, did not dare accuse Satan of blasphemy, but simply said, The Lord rebuke you. This took place when Michael was arguing with Satan About Moses' body. But these people mock and curse the things they do not understand. Like animals, they do whatever their instincts tell them, and they bring about their own destruction. How terrible it will be for them. For they follow the evil example of Cain, who killed his brother. Like Balaam, they will do anything for money. And like Korah, they will perish because of their rebellion when these people join you in fellowship meals, celebrating the love of the Lord. They are like dangerous reefs that can shipwreck you. They are shameless in the way they care only about themselves. They are like clouds blowing over dry land without giving rain, promising much but producing nothing. They are like trees without fruit at harvest time. They are not only dead, but doubly dead. For they have been pulled out by the roots. They are like wild waves of the sea, churning up the dirty foam of their shameful deeds. They are wandering stars, heading for everlasting gloom and darkness. Now Enoch, who lived seven generations after Adam, prophesied about these people. He said, Look, the Lord is coming with thousands of his holy ones. He will bring the people of the world to judgment. He will convict the ungodly of all the evil things they have done in rebellion and of all the insults that godless sinners have spoken against Him. These people are grumblers and complainers, doing whatever evil they feel like. They are loud-mouthed braggarts, and they flatter others to get favors in return. But you, my dear friends, must remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ told you that in the last times, there would be scoffers whose purpose in life is to enjoy themselves in every evil way imaginable. Now they are here, and they are the ones who are creating divisions among you. They live by natural instinct, because they do not have God's Spirit living in them. But you, dear friends, must continue to build your lives on the foundation of your holy faith, And continue to pray as you are directed by the Holy Spirit. Live in such a way that God's love can bless you as you wait for the eternal life that our Lord Jesus Christ in His mercy is going to give you. Show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. Rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment. There are still others to whom you need to show mercy, but be careful that you aren't contaminated by their sins. And now, All glory to God, who is able to keep you from stumbling, and who will bring you into His glorious presence, innocent of sin, and with great joy. All glory to Him, who alone is God our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Yes, glory, majesty, power, and authority belong to Him, in the beginning, now, and forevermore. Amen. What
1: is prayer? Prayer is not sending God to run on your errands. A Christian can see more on his knees than he can from his feet. Prayer is not getting God prepared to do your will. Prayer is getting you prepared to do God's will. Prayer is the only way to release the supernatural power of God in your life, in your marriage, in your business, to show you great and mighty things that you know not. Prayer is the key that unlocks the gates of heaven and closes the gates of hell. Prayer has the power to cure sickness and disease. Prayer can shatter the shackles of misery and habit that are tormenting your life or the life of your son or daughter or the life of your husband or wife. Prayer does not need proof. Prayer needs practice intellectuals are now jabbering that god and heaven are far removed and far away god is as close as your next prayer if your marriage is under attack pray If your children are being tormented by the prince of darkness, pray. If your business is failing, pray. If you're fighting a deadly disease, pray. If you're lost and without God, pray. If your life is empty, if it's meaningless, if it seems to be hopeless, pray. Pray, pray, because God answers prayer. A prayerless Christian is a weak Christian. A prayerless Christian is a miserable Christian. A prayerless Christian is a Christian who always lives in defeat. A prayerless church is a weak church. A prayerless nation is a defeated nation. A prayerless family will be a divided family. It has been said and bears saying again, the family that prays together stays together. God expects you every day of the week to pray for the people in your house. Somebody prayed for you. Who are you praying for? Why pray? Because God answers prayer. As powerful as God is, God cannot answer prayer until you pray it. The Bible says what you bind on earth I'll bind in heaven. The book of Isaiah says command ye me. This is God speaking to man because in prayer he has given you the authority to launch the initiative. Quit walking around in circles Ring your hands saying I wonder when God is going to do something. God in heaven is looking down at you and saying I have given you the authority of my name. I have given you the power of my word. I have given you the sanctity of my blood when are you going to use the power that I have given to you to blast the kingdom of hell off at the ground and announce that Jesus Christ is Lord the initiative rests with you ask him for things that are impossible because with God nothing is impossible. Ask him to defeat the giants in your life because our God is a giant killer. Ask him to divide the sea before you and to bury Pharaoh and watch him turn your enemies into fish food. Ask him. Ask him to send fire from heaven as he did for Elijah and he will. Ask him to walk with you in the fire of the fiery furnace and be the fourth man in the fire and he will. He said you will walk through the fire and the fire will Will not burn you you will walk through the water and the water will not drown you ask him he's the god who cannot fail he's waiting to show you great and mighty things pray 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 god in heaven wants you to have that power ask according to my infinite power and god is saying i want you to ask big i I want you to god said i want you to make me to slide to the edge of my seat and say wow Wow! Listen to what they're asking for, to move mountains, to heal incurable diseases, to restore dead marriages back to life, to send a financial harvest that their minds cannot fathom. I want you to know God wants to do that god is in heaven saying what do you need do you need healing ask in faith believing and i will give it do you need supernatural wisdom to make a tough decision ask of me and i will lead you in paths of righteousness for your name's sake do you need peace that surpasses understanding ask ask for nothing is impossible to those that believe no good thing will he withhold from those that diligently seeking do you need the impossible then open your mouth open your mouth in faith believing you're not talking to the president of the United States you're not talking to Bill Gates both of them together can't control their next breath you're talking to the creator of heaven and earth he holds the cattle on a thousand hills he uses gold for asphalt on the streets of heaven he moves mountains he He divides seas. He'll give you wells you didn't dig, vineyards you didn't plant, houses you didn't build. He will make you the head and not the tail because nothing, nothing, nothing is impossible to you.
0: Psalm 127. Verses one through five. Do not forget the Lord. Jesus warned, without me, you can do nothing. And that truth is illustrated in this psalm. What good is all your working, watching, and waking if the Lord is not with you? Long hours and sleepless nights are a waste apart from the blessing of the Lord. Well, this psalm is not a plea for idleness, for God expects you to work and watch. But he wants to work in you and to accomplish his will. Do not neglect your family. What good are a lovely house and a big income if the people in your life are robbed of the joys of a happy home? Children are a gift and a heritage, so appreciate them and guard them. They are like fruit, so lovingly cultivate them. They can be arrows for fighting the Lord's battles. So keep them polished and sharp and aimed in the right direction. Give yourself to building a home, not just a house, and building for the future, not just the present. Psalm 127, verses 1 through 5, a song for the ascent to Jerusalem, a psalm of Solomon. Unless the Lord builds a house... The work of the builders is useless, unless the Lord protects a city. Guarding it with centuries will do no good. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to His loved ones. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from Him. Children born to a young man are like sharp arrows in a warrior's hands. How happy is the man whose quiver is full of them! He will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gates. Proverbs 29, verses 15-17 through To discipline and reprimand a child produces wisdom, but a mother is disgraced by an undisciplined child. When the wicked are in authority, sin increases, but the godly will live to see the tyrant's downfall. Discipline your children, and they will give you happiness and peace of mind.